The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And the, I'm sorry. The lovely Sharon. You're supposed to yeah, pause gonna, for effect. I was going to introduce myself and then introduce you, even though I introduce you now in the title of the show. But that's okay. We can do oh. it however you want it done. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, that's all right. Welcome to the podcast, folks. Uh, uh, it's lovely to be here. Lovely, lovely to have you here. Oh my goodness! Remember the website address is jmtalk.net. That's where you go. Subscribe to the show. Listen to us right there on the website uh, if you like the most current yeah. show. And you can also listen to the twenty four seven stream. Uh, also, Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter and Instagram at JM Talk Radio. You look <laughs> at me like I know. Well, I look at you, hoping you would know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, various ways you can get a hold of us. Don't forget also, uh, check us out on YouTube to see our video content. And, uh, I mean, most of the video, video content right now is, I mean, we have some, we have some interviews from my old show. Uh-huh. And then every one of these shows winds up on YouTube as a video, but it's really, it's just audio with a picture. <laughs> but then we have Sean Goward, loyal listener Sean Goward, posting, yes. um, sending videos in. Uh, so check out his stuff. Now, next week, as we approach Thanksgiving, Sean will be we will be releasing Sean's Thanksgiving Pro Tips video um, yeah. on, on the network. You know, I am so amazed that Sean is like, he is taking the bull by the horns. The bull by the horns. And doing a fantastic yeah, job. Absolutely he is, and we appreciate yes. that. So, yes, we do. Um, so that's all the various information about the show that you need to know. Write it down in your loose-leaf notebook. Remember loose-leaf notebooks? Oh, my goodness. We used to have to buy the three-ring binders. You know, kids still do. And then we had to buy packs of loose-leaf. Do yeah. we, they don't call it loose-leaf anymore, do they? It's no. politically incorrect to call it that now. What? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm, Everything I don't, I don't know is politically incorrect. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm serious. Wow. So, uh, before we get rolling, <gasps> before we get rolling, I have an envelope in my hand. Yes. Blank, right? Sealed. Yes. You see it? Sealed. Sealed. Okay. Okay. You, did you ever watch, when you were younger, because it's not on anymore, Johnny Carson? Yeah, with the uh, great um, Karnak. Did you Karnak. did you know that I that I'm just as good as the great Karnak? You are. I'm going to prove it today on the show. Okay. Okay. So I have this envelope, and Sharon has just. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting all choked up. <laughs> Sharon has just attested that the envelope is sealed. It's plain. Yes, it's it white. Is. There's nothing written yes, on it. Yes, it is. If we hold it up to the light, you can see nothing on it, or you can't see through it. Right. So. I'm, I'm not going to do all that stuff where he sticks the envelope up to his head. I mean, I, I, I don't need to put it at my head. But what I'm going to do is I think I know 
the answers. I I don't know the answers or the question, but I'm going to guess at the answers because I think I know what the question in the envelope might be. Okay. Does everyone, if, folks, if you're too young to remember Johnny Carson, it, it, it was a great thing he did every once yes. in a while. Yes. And uh, so he would just shout out. He would he would shout out answers, and then he would reveal the question, and they seemed to go hand in hand. Yeah. Whether yeah. they were true or not, but they right. actually they, they they went hand in hand. So anyway, I'm gonna take a drink because this is really tedious stuff here. This is magic. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, go ahead. Be patient. Okay. See, he did it again, guys. That was Elf. So I think the answers are, there's three of them, actually. Okay. Drywall, Christmas lights, and Jeffrey Epstein. What? Yeah. Did Jeffrey Epstein put up our drywall and Christmas lights? <laughs> no. Oh. But I, but I think I think they're the answers. Let's let's see what it is. Okay. Sound effects for the audience at home. The, yeah. Theater of the mind. Okay. There you go. Well, if the paper would open, who did somebody glue this? <laughs> oh, that's I right. Did. I didn't. We didn't prepare it. We just found the envelope. That's right. Right. Name three things that don't hang themselves. Oh my god. <laughs> Told you I'm good at that. Right. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we got to get the sound effects machine hooked up here somehow. Yeah. Because that deserved a really good rim shot. Yeah, it did. <sighs> Thank <sighs> you. Thank you. Um, all right. So, yes, Thanksgiving is speeding up on us. It is speeding up on us. Or speeding upon us. Right. If you merge words, if you want less words to say, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it has similar meaning. How is it less words to say? Because up on, up on, upon. Okay. All right. So you merge into one word, Absolutely. two equals one. Yep. You got it. It's the old fashioned math. They don't do Guys, that anymore. I just rolled my eyes <laughs> in the back of my head. So, but yes, Thanksgiving is because we were trying to, because we were thinking about Sean's video. Right. And. Naturally, he sends a video, and we get it posted that weekend. Mm-hmm. But then we thought, wait a minute, how long is it? It is literally, if we hold it off till next week, it is right on the beginning of Thanksgiving week. That's how close yeah. it is. I don't know where this year is going. Uh, it's going way too fast. I was going to say wherever, wherever it's going, it's getting there in a hurry. Right. So, um, so yeah. So Thanksgiving's coming, which means Black Friday's coming. Which means Cyber Monday's coming. And then Christmas and then is coming. Christmas. Christmas is now less than 40 days away. Shut your mouth. I'm just saying. And and all of this really is a stark reminder that we really need to get working on the Christmas show. Right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's really what it boils down to. Is but it also, <laughs> I, go, working on that. I go into panic mode. Because, and this is something... I am just revealing to you after 22 years. 23 and change. Yeah, whatever. And and I go into panic mode. Even though I started shopping in June, May, June, I'm in panic mode because I'm like, oh, my God, what do I got to get? But you're really... You're, you're really not revealing anything to me because you do this every year. No, but you didn't know that, like, I really internally go into panic mood. Do you want to lay on the couch? I'll go grab a, uh, some oh loose my, leaf and a pencil. Yeah, maybe. 
But I do. I go into panic mode because, you know, I'm afraid I didn't buy enough for the people in my life. And then I end up buying more. And then it just becomes more stupid, stu- more stupid stuff that I buy. But you do realize that it's, it's not about all that. In your mind. In mine, it is because you have a, you have the commercial mind. No, I. You don't. I wish you're sitting here. Pan- no. You're sitting here panicking because you're you're. I you do. Don't know I if guess you got I enough, do. Yeah. But you don't have the commercial mind. All of this, by the way, all of this kind of panic and uh, hustle and bustle at the holidays, brought to you by commercialism. Hey, look, I know I have fallen victim to commercialism. Yeah, you have. <laughs> In a big way. But this year, I was like, oh, I'm going to start early. And while I was shopping, if I found, you know, if I saw something that I thought someone would like, I would pick it up. So what you need to do then is maybe just lay, uh, lay basically, uh, a matter of saying, so lay all your cards out on the table. Lay everything out and go, okay, what do I got? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, you're not leaving this house on Christmas Eve. I don't know what it is with the women in my household that f- need to find reason to go out on Christmas Eve. I don't understand what it is. Christmas Eve is for being at home, drinking eggnog mm. by the loads. And we get extra eggnog. Laced or unlaced. Uh, well, I'll, I'll drink the unlaced, thank you. And then I'll, I'll also drink Katie's part because she doesn't like bologna milk, as she calls it. <laughs> but that's what it's for. But anyway, we'll, we can talk about that later on. But, thank, but I mean, right now it's Thanksgiving is around the corner. Right. Do you have everything? That's you know, well, that's, that's, that's the mess. Well, I'm, I I, ju- I'm talking to everybody, but you're right. I mean, sure, we can, we can discuss. Do you have everything? Uh, <laughs> oh, my. You did get quite a bit today. You picked I up the turkey did. today. I got the turkey today. Um, and this, I'm not usually one to wait until last minute to get my turkey. No, we usually do wait last minute no. to get our turkey. Yes, we do. Yes, we absolutely Wait, I'm do. I'm thinking of my other family. I guess you are. Oh, my. We absolutely are like the... the I just revealed on... We are typically... Semi-live radio. We are typically the Saturday, Sunday before Thanksgiving, picking up the bird, and because it's frozen, shoving it in the fridge to thaw for a couple of days. Before you cook it. That's us. So the fact that the bird is in the freezer two weeks ahead of time is... Right. Is, is, is That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, really, it is. And I... Like, I didn't get the potatoes, and but I did get the sweet potatoes. Yeah. And I got more than I normally did because last year it didn't make it past Thanksgiving. Yeah, because you need, you need your uh, Friday night... Leftover I, meal. I you know. know. You yeah. have to have that. Yeah. And so. turkey soup. <clears throat> Excuse me a second. You will eat chicken noodle soup. Why will you, why will you not eat turkey noodle Do you noodle? know what I do with chicken noodle soup? Well, you know how I, I get the, 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 the camel's chunky? Yeah. Okay. So let me reveal something about me. So <laughs> I go to work and I put it in my big bowl and I heat it up in the microwave, get it nice and steaming hot. I love my soup steaming hot. Put a little salt and pepper in there. Sit down, I get a little plate and put it next to my thing because I pull the chicken out and dump the chicken pieces onto a plate. And I eat the rest of the, I eat the chicken broth noodle soup. 
Do you really? I do. Campbell's, can you please make chicken broth noodle soup for me, please? Without the chicken, please. Yeah. Well, then it would just be noodle soup. Noodle Chicken broth noodle soup. Okay. Um, yeah. I have nowhere to go with that. Because <laughs> I've left you nowhere to go with that. I know. What the hey? So since we're on the subject of food, too, I wanted to... Share with you. Of course, I have to unlock the other device. See, I save all this stuff on the devices. It's just easier that way, <laughs> you know? Um, but I want to talk to you about McDonald's um, because we haven't been there in many years because we boycott it. Yes. Unless it's the breakfast stuff. Right. Um, and interestingly enough, this piece of news came out, and I couldn't even believe it. I had to read it to believe it. But, and this is not... From America, this is actually, I think, uh, Iceland. Okay, so uh, a McDonald's meal that was purchased 10 years ago and is, I think it's encased in glass, shows zero signs of decomposition. What? On live stream from Iceland. Yes. Wow. Yep. So here it is. Uh, I'm going to mess his name up. So uh, Jorter Smarason. Uh, purchased the meal when the last remaining McDonald's location in Iceland closed its doors in 2009. Good for Iceland kicking them out. Right. He kept the food in a plastic bag in the years to come, during which it showed no signs of decomp- decomposition, according to the, the hotel website. Uh, Smarrison donated the burger and fries to the National Museum of Iceland in 2012, where a museum specialist reportedly brought up concerns about preserving the meal. Right. Smarson was asked by museum staff as to whether or not the burger should be thrown away, but he considered the item to be of great historic value. <laughs> what? Um, I had heard something about McDonald's never decaying, so I just wanted to find out for myself whether this was true or not, he said. He decided to find a new home for the indestructible meal at his friend's hotel, the, Sn- the Snatra House, where the burger and fries appear to look just as they did a decade ago. Wow. Now, folks, if that's crazy, if that doesn't give you a reason to not eat at McDonald's, I know. I mean, this is what you put in a decade later, and it and it's everything. It's a burger and fries. It's the burger. It is the bun and the fries. Mm. If we have a loaf of bread on top of the fridge (laughs) for like five days, it'll start turning fifty shades of blue (laughs) and green. (laughs) But this bun. And here's a picture of it, lovely Sharon. Let me see. There is no blue or green on that bun. Oh, my. There isn't. And the fries show no sign of grossness. How is that possible? Folks, this is what you're putting in your stomach. Now, listen, I'm not here to be that guy that says, uh, oh, don't eat that. I'm not the activist, the anti-McDonald's activist. Unless you're in a car with your family. And we're like, oh, where do we want to go for lunch? Not McDonald's. Well, yeah, that's me because I'm, 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 saying, I'm that like, kind of activist. Well, yeah. Well, as you can see now from this story, I am saving my family's life by not going to McDonald's. This is what you're putting in your stomach. This is what you're putting in your belly. This is what you're, you're, you're holding this stuff up that apparently never goes bad and saying, get in my belly. Did you ever wonder why your, your flatulence stinks after McDonald's? It does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, see, you don't need an impossible whopper from uh, 
from Burger King because this stuff is impossible to get out of your system. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I stepped away from the microphone for just a second. Can I finish this story, though? Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I'm going to I'm gonna post a link on Facebook this weekend. Yeah, go ahead. Do obviously. that. And so people can see that. And then you can make your own decision as to whether or not, you know, you want to eat that. Now, we do still eat breakfast there because it's pretty it's pretty hard to mess up an egg and a slice of cheese. Yeah, but that's even rare. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I, and, and, unless you do it when you go to work. No, I, I don't. I would prefer to go to Burger King for breakfast. But you're right. We're, I'm saying even, that, but it is extremely rare. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it, just for us to go out to breakfast is rare. So, all right, so, and, and that's all I had to say about that. Now, okay. whatever you're doing with that thing there, if you can do it in two and a half minutes or less, great. Okay, do so it. I stepped away from the microphone because for three weeks now, we're sitting in the studio, and I look across the studio at the shelf, and I'm like, what kind of Christmas ornament is that? Um. And why is it on the counter? I don't understand what's going on. So I just got up and went over and grabbed it. Now it is. So you just now had that fleeting thought. Now, all this time, I'm thinking, why is that Christmas ornament over there? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a clear box. Yeah. Okay. Well, with dust uh, on it. Yeah. But it's a clear box and it says. I thought it said CHR for Christmas. Oh, but it says okay. Chicago. It says Chicago, and it's a baseball, not an ornament. That was a gift from our daughter. To yes, me. I know. So I was thinking, well, I'm just going to go get it, so you bring it, it over, so I can hang it on the tree that you're putting up tomorrow. I'm not putting the tree up tomorrow. Well, that's what you want. I would have put it up last week if I had time. No, I mean, you know, <laughs> my plan, my plan, and that we've been doing this all of our lives together, is the yeah. tree goes up Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, you're right. Because that's why I, <laughs> so I can, so I can enjoy, I thought so, other people can enjoy it, but I guess it's just me, that's all right, though. No, no, I enjoy Christmas. I enjoy giving, giving gifts. I know. And I would give, give gifts to anybody I saw. Because you know I buy extra gifts. Uh-huh. Um, and I make sure around Christmas time, if someone walks in our house, they're walking out with a gift. Well, instead of buying gifts, if you want to do that, when people start come to visit, just give them some of the junk that's in this house. <laughs> I'm going to leave with that. <laughs> hey, you need a ream of paper? I got a pack of loose leaf. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back uh, with some more content that we have to discuss. Okay. That's up on the board. Be right back after this quick message. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star emergency. This is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've lost my cell phone. 
myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, oh ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes, oh my God. Now, does your car have automatic locks or? Uh, yes, 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 okay, yes. Okay, here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um. Oh, the shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh, my God. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Blondstar. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blondstar. Always on, because you're always blonde. Welcome back to the program, everybody. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, who is sitting very lovely right over there. Oh, I can talk now? I can stare into your eyes. I know. I love it that we can sit (laughs) here and... And look dreamily into each other's eyes. When we first started the show, I, I felt like my back was to you because we're like we we're in the way the studio was arranged. You were looking at me, and then I was looking away <laughs> at a I wall. I know, I know. And so, I was getting a little PO'd. Well, you never said that, but anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome back. A uh, couple things we want to talk about, and um, the first one, the first one. Well, let me preserve this for. First thing I want to talk about is because there's been a couple stories this year, and of course last year um, we've seen them too. You know, the and in fact, prior to like leading up to the holidays last year, I went back and I looked at this on the show list. Mm-hmm. I did a show called Christmas Under Attack. Okay. And I feel like you know we're not going to name this show Christmas Under Attack, but I think we certainly have to address it again because it's getting worse. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, last year the Me Too movement. Uh, took uh, aim at Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. You know, a, song, a song written forever ago. And all of a sudden it's about rape or something like that. I don't wow. know. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, ridiculous. Rape and dominance. <laughs> that so. is ridiculous. I'm sorry. So, and what we That we're, just makes my blood boil. <laughs> what we're seeing <laughs> is some pockets of stories of towns uh, and and uh, institutions and whatnot that are that are changing up their holiday. Screw it. They're changing up their Christmas celebrations and events because somebody says they're offended by by that. We're offended by Christmas, you know. Um, and then they and then the town folk or the people in charge of the events of the town go. <gasps> And they make changes so they don't offend these people. Listen, oh as God. long as as long as I've been alive, it's been Christmas. And then and I've been alive seven years more, right? And, and it's, it's always been Christmas. been Christmas. And if you're Jewish, you celebrate Hanukkah, right? And, you know, and you have, um, uh, what, Russia, Hanukkah, yeah, no. no, that's that's a different. That's different. But you have yeah. Kwanzaa, yeah. Um, you know, you have, and and not just around Christmas. You have Yule. Yes. But other holidays, everyone who has a different religious belief mm-hmm. or a different traditions belief celebrates different 
names or types of holidays and different traditions with that. And that's fine. Guess what? This is the country. This is the melting pot. pot. This is the country where people come for freedom to do those things. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, I can't speak for hypocrites and stuff like that out there in the world. (laughs) No, but seriously, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to celebrate Christmas. Right. And you can celebrate Kwanzaa. You can celebrate Hanukkah. That's what you're allowed to do here. Right. Don't say happy holidays because you're afraid of insulting someone. Yeah. That drives me nuts. I'll always say Merry Christmas. And if and, and and if someone says that to you, by the way, just to latch on to that, and you don't believe in that or you're offended by the word Christmas, don't respond. Just smile. Make and say eye thank contact you. and say thank you. You're right. You don't have to be rude and go right. blog about it because somebody wished you a Merry Christmas and now you want to go beat the cat. Right. You right. know what I mean? I'm just, well, you know, just... Uh, don't I'm just, eat the cat, I'm people. Just, I'm just pointing things. Look, I, I don't want to say, you know, um, someone gets offended by Christmas, they're going to go <laughs> climb the water tower with a rifle. I don't want to say that. No. But right. sometimes I feel like some people are really off the hook here. Yeah. Okay? It has always been Christmas here, you know, in, in our lives, in other people's lives. Right. And we've been able to survive all these years allowing our neighbors to celebrate what they celebrate. Right. Our friends to celebrate what they celebrate. Yeah. But all of a sudden, in the last couple of years, it doesn't happen like that anymore, Sharon. No, it doesn't. In the last couple of years, people have lost their marbles. Okay? Yes. If you came to this country because you yep. wanted to come here, this is the greatest country in the world, according to most people, including us. If you came here because you had problems with your country, right. your government, and you want to come here, that's great. Exactly. Don't come here and then tell us you're offended and make us change our traditions. Right. What's okay, what's even worse than someone coming here and um enjoying the freedoms that the United States offers them, okay? What's even worse than that are the people born here, raised here, raised knowing that Christmas is Christmas. Kwanzaa is Kwanzaa. You know what I mean? It's always the holiday season is Christmas. Right. Okay. Being raised that way. No, all these people out there, they were all raised that Christmas is Christmas. Mm -hmm. Kwanzaa is Kwanzaa. You know what I mean? But now, because people like to be offended... Right. Because it's showing attention. Well, look at me. I'm offended. I'm offended it's Christmas. You know? Right. That's what I see. Yeah. And those are the people that are really hypocrites. And I think that the people who are making these changes, these town folk or these town managers yeah. or these yeah. governments or these organizers, I think they need to just take a stand and say, I'm not changing it. Right. You know? It has been the holiday festival or but the Christmas festival for a hundred years. I'm not going to yeah. change it now. Durham, New Hampshire is changing their holiday festival to the Frosty Fest. And they're going to, instead of having Christmas trees, they're going to put snowflakes up. Come on. For all the snowflakes in town, I guess. 
You know, these are the things. I mean, and some people say, well, that's not a radical change. I, I still kind of feel like you're bending for the wrong people. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, all right, we have Christmas, and you want to include your Jewish friends. That's fine. It's Christmas and Hanukkah. Hanukkah yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll have a Christmas and Hanukkah party. Right. Right. You have the Jewish star and a Christmas tree. There, What's the big friggin' deal? There was a the, there was a group of people um, a couple years ago that, that I know of, and they had one person in their group of I guess thirty people. Mm-hmm. And every year they have a Christmas party. Every year, Christmas party, Christmas party, Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And then one person who had joined the team during the previous year was. I want to say Jehovah's Witness, which is fine. Okay. Yeah, which is fine, right? Yeah, because you're because that's what we're about here. Yeah, do your thing, right? But because of this one, what's the fraction? One thirtieth. Yeah, <laughs> okay? yeah. They changed the name of the party to the end of year party. Oh my god! So this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So this has been going on for a couple of years, slowly yeah. but surely. Right. And I, you know, I will, I will not. I'm taking a stand right now. I will not be indoctrinated right. to change my Christmas. Exactly. Okay? So that's just the way it is. Yep. Okay. So you can come here and drink eggnog. You'll see our big giant lit Christmas tree, presents under the tree. Yep. Um, suck my eggnog and baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would blast that song. <laughs> I would too. Well, just... we'll make sure it goes on the list this year for the Christmas show. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And in fact, I was thinking about, and as I'm saying it now, people are going to expect it, so now I have to do it. I was thinking about doing, starting December 1st, 25 days of uh, 25 days of Christmas music videos. And just post it on the Facebook page every right. day, another you know, YouTube video of a Christmas song. Yep. And, uh, I would make and I'm gonna every other one, no, baby, but, it's cold outside. But, I'm, but and when I was thinking about this in my head the other day, the first one, December 1st, was going to be... Baby, Baby, it's cold, it's cold outside. outside. And dedicated to all the snowflakes. <laughs> uh, they're effing flakes anyway. So, um, okay. So now, um, having said that, and I'm sorry, I just had to go on my soapbox. Thanks for coming up here with me. Oh, absolutely. I, I just get really upset about it, you know. Um, usually, usually I don't. Why is this doing it? Okay. But I want to get on the soapbox and, and talk about that, and I'm really tired of it. And I hope people agree with me. If you don't, that's okay, because guess what else you can do in this country? <laughs> you can disagree with people, right? and you don't have to be angry with them. Or kill them. <laughs> because I, you don't agree with I them. I don't there, but okay. Um, you know, I can't load this story now because I'm supposed to answer a flipping question if I want to read the story. I got a question for you. so i got this story here about this cafe that uh this is something else that we talked about sharon several Mm -hmm. times on the program so this is going to come up in holiday are you kidding me in holiday fashion um there we go skip survey why do i have to listen folks if you're putting a story out on on the internet right 
And yeah. uh, you know, so you put out this story, and uh, and you you give the link. So now I follow the link to the story. Why do I have to take a survey to read the story? Why do I have to keep clicking <laughs> X on sixty million ads to read your story? You know what I do when that happens? I don't read your story. Exactly. Your marketing department sucks. You did not sell the story very well. <laughs> okay. A cafe. Jesus. I, I might get this story out today. <laughs> the, a cafe replaces the gingerbread man with a gender-neutral person. How is that? Instead of a gingerbread man, there's the picture, Sharon. It is now, at that cafe, a gender-neutral person cookie. But. Yes. Okay, so, but on a gingerbread man, you don't show a winky. Right, and, and you don't show a... A uh, hoo-ha. A hoo-ha. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> So, when a customer at the tannery in Auckland questioned why the human-shaped snacks were called, were called gingerbread men and not gingerbread people, owner Andre Satina was inspired to make a change. Wow. The label on the jar has now been changed to read, Gingerbread Gender Neutral Person. Okay. Uh, and the jar of biscuits on the counter has caused quite a stir with customers taking photos and sharing them on social media as well as sparking debate on the cafe's Facebook page. You know why? Why? Because this is stupid. It is stupid. This is stupid. Again. I'm just saying, like. This is just like in Durham, New Hampshire. You can't have Christmas anymore. It's Frosty Fest now. This is the same thing. We've had gingerbread men forever. Yes, since Christmas was started. Tell me in the history Because those gingerbread of- men had to help free the um, something, and then the big gingerbread man You're going off shot- topic here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, in the, I was. I in the history, deliberately going In the history of gingerbread men, whenever they started making gingerbread men, right. they were always gingerbread men. I know. You know, so the, again, That's ridiculous. I, we are folding... Because it's undiculous. <laughs> uh, and so, we're, again, we're folding because somebody was offended. You know what? If you don't like gingerbread men because it says men, eat Buy something, something else. Out, right. Eat a goddamn Oreo. Exactly. It, you tell him, baby. Just, I have a headache, like right here, foreman, right here. And I think it's because of all this BS. Yeah, I like think I didn't you're expect right. to have this happen on this week's show. I right. expected to talk about some holiday stuff. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't know I was going to be talking about holiday stuff that was going to piss me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you should have known, baby. <laughs> now I have you to calm down known. by watching some of my uh, Christmas horror movies. You know? Oh my goodness! Like Silent Night, Deadly Night, which I watch by the way while I'm sharpening my axe by hand. Really? Ooh. <laughs> so you know, but. It, this is why are we attacking this holiday? When you because wonder, when you wonder why people are not happy, it's because of this. You're pissing people off because you don't like right. the way they do things. You don't like the way they do things. Great, get the fuck out. Well, I wasn't going to go there. Well, I always have to put the I'm explicit a- thing on here because of you. You know that? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you don't. Really, if you don't like the way it is, get out. Uh, yeah, don't force us to change for you. You don't have to be here. Right. 
The immigration door swings both ways. Exactly. You flew in here, sailed in here, climbed over a wall in here. You can go okay, out the same way. but then way. the people argue, no, I didn't. My great-great-grandparents did. No. Okay. Okay. But I... Okay, I know. Let's, let's leave I, that because yes. that's not us anymore. You no. Know, that's not this show I'm anymore. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. But <laughs> but y- your point is still valid. If you don't like it, you can leave. Right. We're not suggesting you leave because that would blow up in our faces. What right. we are suggesting is if you don't like it, you can do something else. If you don't like my show, you don't have to press play. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. If you don't like... But we hope you do press play. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you don't like that radio stations are playing Christmas music on November 1st, and I don't, I prefer mine to start after Thanksgiving, right. don't go to that channel. Guess what? You're not going to believe this, folks. I don't turn on the channels that play Christmas music starting on November 1st. Did you know what? that? There's a piece of trivia about me. I don't put those stations on. And guess what? what? I am okay with that. I'm not going to go out and put pig's blood on me and protest in front of the station to tell them to stop playing Christmas music. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do it. I'm okay with it. I'll go listen to something else. Right. You know? Exactly. Oh, so. my Lord. Stop attacking our stuff. Right. I don't attack yours. Don't They're attack They're doing mine. it for attention, though. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I would 1,000% agree with you that it's nothing but attention getting. Yep. Mm. <sighs> That's a good cup of iced tea. Yep. <laughs> I have also, I mean to tell you, I have saved, I have a couple different holiday drinks recipes. Oh, do you? Yeah. I might share them, too, throughout, you know, like... Add content. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of them's a holiday punch. It's actually non-alcoholic, which I think would be good for Christmas Eve is what I'm sure. thinking. Sure, yeah. Um, I think you can make it alcoholic if you want. And then there's this one. Oh, my goodness. Real quick before break here. I'll just tell you the name of it and show you a picture. Sex on a snowbank. <gasps> oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I almost had a broken iPod, uh, iPad on the, on the desk. Wow, what is that? Well, it's uh, okay. I uh, know. Uh, it's Malibu rum, coconut cream, and ice cubes, and it's mm. all blended. Mm. And then you put shaved coconut on the top. Yeah. Wow, that does yum, look yum, very yummy. Yum, 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 yum. So, um, all right. Well, what do you? So, what are you leaving for? You're going to do something. I'm going to make soap. Now you've been, you've been saying that for two weeks. I'm doing it right now. Did you get the alcohol? I don't mean the whiskey. You didn't get the alcohol when you went out today. Well, you made me forget. <laughs> well, I guess you're not making soap. Anyway, so uh, oh, the lovely Sharon's Lord. taking her leave, and um, I am. You're gonna have to find something. I want to go to get do. alcohol. <laughs> and I am making soap tonight if it kills me. For the rest of you, uh, I'm going to be back. We have a new wombat of the week. We have a new hero to crown. And if time permits, um, one last thing, as I always say, if time permits. Right. Hashtag if time permits, hashtag one last thing. There you go. Hashtag the lovely Sharon is leaving now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, peoples. Thanks for joining us. Peace out.
<laughs> I'll be back, folks, after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I'm Joel Mahalik, welcoming you back to the third segment, otherwise called the final stretch. Well, we have several names for it. But anyway, here we are, and uh, I'm glad you're still here. Thanks. We appreciate it. And don't forget, I want to remind everybody to uh, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go to YouTube, and find the videos by Sean Goward, our staff culinary correspondent. And check out his videos. He has another one coming out. We'll be releasing it next weekend ahead of Thanksgiving. It's his Thanksgiving Pro Tips. And uh, it's got great stuff. I can tell you that right now. It's great stuff. It's a great video with a bonus recipe attached to the video. So look out for that coming at you next week here on the network. So um, here we are. We do. We try to. We try to accomplish several things in this segment. We're going to honor a new hero. We're going to talk about a new wombat of the week. If you're new to the show, I'm going to tell you what they are. And then, if we have time, we t- I talk about one last thing, which could randomly be almost anything. So anyway, um, so starting with wombat. Well, oh, yeah, starting with wombat of the week. <laughs> I don't even have ready. Um, why do I not have these things ready? It's pretty... I have them saved all over the place. And yet... I never have it ready. But here we go. So, while I'm out of the week, I want you to know, if, you, if you're just listening to the show for the first time, that you can get involved in Wombat of the Week. All you have to do is send a news story of a stupid person doing stupid things and send that link to the news story to us at Radio at gmail.com or wombat at joelmaholic.com. You can also send it to us in a private message on Facebook. Of course, at Facebook, we're at JM Talk. And uh, we'll be sure and put it in the rotation for Wombat of the Week. Now, that's simply how you do that. This week's Wombat, very interesting, if I can get the, the link to load. Um, so... <laughs> This is really funny. You know, it's the holidays, right? It's the holidays. One of the things we like to do at the holidays is we like to make cookies, right? Christmas cookies, uh, you know, and all sorts and kinds. I mean, you know, we're, Sharon is a baker uh, by trade and heart, so uh, there's always Christmas cookies going on here. But this guy, trying to do a solid, 74-year-old man, winds up getting his entire church high on weed cookies. <laughs> Last year, six congregation members of the St. John's Apostle Church, Catholic Church in Bloomington 
Um, and I guess that's, is that, which Bloomington are we at? That's the big question, right? Um, let's say Illinois, because it doesn't say. Um, indulged uh, in, uh, in these special cookies. Apparently the cases um, ranged from 12 years to 70 years old, uh, where many said the cookies tasted unusually salty. The 74-year-old parishioner identified only as Mr. Jones, now accused of lacing the cookies with THC. He initially admitted making the cookies, but denied adding the illegal substance to them. Police later obtained a warrant to search his home and found an orange pill bottle containing capsules, which later tested positive for marijuana. Now, as cool as that is, right, as cool as that is to have... um, uh, well, I say as cool as it is, like, I, I, I don't know because I've never done it. But, yeah, that's one of the way people uh, enjoy their marijuana. They, they, they make uh, brownies. Remember that movie from the 60s with Peter Sellers, uh, I Love You, Alice B. Toklas? It was about them making fudge uh, uh, pot brownies and enjoying them and the like. But anyway, and now, of course, uh, they put them in candy and all kinds of things. But anyway... I don't know if he intentionally did this or accidentally did this, but whether you whether it's medicinal and you have it or what, you don't bake it into a product and then take it of all places to your church. You just don't do that. <laughs> you just don't. But he did, and that makes him a wombat. You know, no matter what your view on THC and marijuana and things like that that is, whether it was intended or not. You just don't do that. So, properly accused by the authorities, and maybe he left the wrong container home and took the wrong container to the church, I don't know, but he should be more careful next time uh, if he doesn't face any jail time. Uh, So, uh, Mr. Jones, because that's the only way he's identified, is our Wombat of the Week here this week on the Joel Mahalik Show. There you have it. So, now, uh, I want to talk about uh, a very big honor thy, honor thy heroes this week. And bear with me. This is a, this is a great story. And it involves several police departments. And so here it is from Breitbart.com. A Walker County Sheriff's deputy spotted a Gulf War veteran who was wearing an oxygen mask as he made his way to an appointment 90 miles away to see his doctor and he was told not to miss it. The man reportedly said to the deputies that he had no choice but to walk or hitchhike to his destination. The Morgan County Sheriff's Office posted this story to its Facebook page, where so far it's received more than 100,000 shares and 140,000 reactions. The post reads, The deputy acted quickly and escorted the Gulf War veteran to the Coleman County line, where a Coleman Sheriff's deputy picked him up. The deputy then transported him to the Morgan County line, where a Morgan County Sheriff took over and met a Madison County Sheriff Sheriff Office deputy in Huntsville who finished the trip and took the man to his appointment. After an overnight stay, we were happy to do it all over again today, in reverse, to help this man get back home. Uh, So the department says, We're thankful for our veterans and we're honored to play a small role in supporting this man who gave a great deal for our country. Uh, On Thursday, the Walker County Sheriff's Officer thanked the officers for their efforts in making sure that the veteran made it safely to and from his doctor's appointment. We appreciate Sergeant Kevin Emberg and Chris Dower and the opportunity to be a small part of agencies working together, according to the department. 
In an update Thursday morning, the Morgan County Sheriff's Office wrote that over 5 million people have seen the post and many have offered to help this veteran. We are in contact with him today to see how he wants to handle the outpouring of help. We should be able to update everything later today. Four different sheriff's departments transported this vet 90 miles to get to his doctor's appointment. And then he stayed overnight. And then all the departments in reverse got him home. That's the gist of the story. This is so heartwarming. And to come out, uh, this is actually from last week. This story comes out uh, 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 around November 11th, which you know is Veterans Day. And so it was very fitting um, for that for you know the the time frame that it came out, and if it doesn't warm your heart, then man, uh, swallow a heater because <laughs> because I don't know what's uh, if this doesn't warm your heart, I do not know what to do about you. Um, so all these departments involved again. These are those. These are those things that where uh, law enforcement officers go above and beyond, and they did so here, and we're very thankful to them. And uh, they will all be recognized. Obviously, we'll we'll be reposting this on Twitter, on our Twitter feed, and and recognizing them as uh, you know, and not just the the officers active. I mean, this is the, these are departments, full departments, full four full departments. Honored as heroes for doing what it takes to get this vet taken care of. And we thank you for your service and your above and beyond to the communities here at the Joel Mahalik Show. Thank you very much. And that is Honor Thy Heroes. Now, in the same way that you can send a wombat in, you can send us an everyday hero. It does not have to be a law enforcement officer. It just has to be somebody who goes above and beyond. And this is how you do it. Just send us that story. <clears throat> Excuse me. Send us that story out of the, uh, a link to the newspaper article of a person, a law enforcement, firefighter, uh, everyday neighbor doing that something above and beyond. And send it to us at the same addresses Joel Radio at gmail.com. Uh, send it to us on Facebook at JM Talk. And we'll be very glad to add them to the list of heroes honored every single week here on the Joel Mahalik Show. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for the people that submit this stuff uh, for our consideration. <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat. Mm. Uh. <clears throat> okay, folks. One last thing. I'm actually going to get to one last thing today. This is awesome. Um, this is probably solved now, but earlier this week... You're going to love this. Earlier this week, there was another, can you believe this? Another Facebook issue. Another Facebook issue. I know, I can't believe it myself. Not Facebook. Um, so this has to do with my iPhone users out there. Where are you at? Oh, whoa, now I'm punching the microphone. My iPhone users. Uh, Facebook says that a bug that inadvertently ex- accesses a user's iPhone camera while they're scrolling through the news feed will be fixed. Sometime today, this happened about midweek, so we can assume it was fixed. The bug, which was discovered by Joshua Maddox, owner of web, owner of web design firm 95 Visual, appears to be uh, exclusive to iOS and does not affect Android devices. So Mr. Maddox took a video, uh, a screenshot of him scrolling through Facebook, and then behind 
behind that, you can see the camera because it was his phone was pointed down at the carpet, and you could see that. And he says he thought he turned it on by the camera on by accident, but then when he tried it again purposely, he noticed that the camera was already on. So, of course, uh, Facebook said that uh, it was an inadvertent the bug was inadvertently introduced. And they promised that a fix was in the works. But, you know, this is like this uh, just another security thing at Facebook that makes you go, hmm. And it also gives me an opportunity to use some of my expertise in the technology field here on the program uh, to issue a warning to you. Like, uh, think of this as one last thing. It's some tech help, right? Hashtag tech help. Hashtag tech minute. I used to do something on the radio show called the, the tech minute. Uh, but when you download an app, now this works two different ways. When you download an app, an app needs permission to do things, right? And it depends on the app, but you should be very mindful of what that app wants to do. And now on Android, when you install an app, The app will usually, during the installation process, it will tell you what it's going to access and you have the opportunity to go in and turn off the accesses you don't want. On iPhone, you'll download the app and the first time you open it, you will usually get uh, one or more notifications in a row and it's these notifications saying, can it access the microphone, can it access the camera, can it access contacts, you know, whatever it's looking to access. And these are the things you got to pay attention to. Most of us are in a hurry, right? We just hit yes, 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 yes. But think about these things. Think about why a flashlight app, for example, this is my favorite example because it's the best example to ever use when I explain this. Why would a flashlight app need access to your contacts? Why would a flashlight app need access to your microphone? A flashlight app needs access to your camera, Certainly, I'm sure, uh, because unless they separate the flash and the camera, it needs access to the camera to be able to turn that flash on and use it as a light. So that example should speak volumes, because this is what I'm talking about. Why do you need access to this? Why does a flashlight app need access to your contacts? You know, unless you're downloading an app that does some sort of communicating, it shouldn't need access to your contacts. These are the things that you should look for look for when you're downloading new apps. Uh, don't take for granted that they're not using those things. And if you're concerned about apps that were loaded with your phone, obviously Apple has a set of apps that come standard with the iPhone or the iPad. And there may be uh, a lot of stuff included with your Android phone or tablet. And that's because Android and Google are like synonymous together. So there's a lot of garbage. I call it garbage. We call it bloatware in the industry that's put into these things. Take some time to review that. You can go in on both types of phones and you can look at everything that every app is doing and make adjustments. So, I mean, just let's go back to my example. You get a minute, folks. Take a look at your flashlight app even if it's the one that came with the phone and look at what permissions it's it 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 has 
Look at what things in your device it has access to. And then ask yourself, why does it need that? You know? Um, you can do like an Andy Rooney impression. Why does my flashlight need to access the contacts? You know, things like that. Take a look in that and, and do that experiment for yourself. And it may surprise you. It may very well surprise you. But we have to be conscious of those things because, you know, technology just keeps growing and growing and growing. There's a lot of machine learning and artificial intelligence going on now with devices. And so I, I think it's going to get even uh, worse, even more prominent that technology will interbleed into our apps, into our lives, into our devices. And we have to be mindful as to just exactly what the hell they think they're doing, you know. So think about that. And think about it more and more as you go on, go along because it's only going to get worse. So, um, and that is one last thing. I'm just trying to look out for my listeners. You know, that way, you know, when you subscribe to the show on Apple, you don't have a problem listening to the show the following Sunday because your Apple device is working fine, you know. Uh, because your uh, some per, some permission, some app you download and needs access to your contacts, and it's doing so because it's it's got malicious intent. So, please be safe. Uh, I want to remind you of a couple things. First of all, the website www.jmtalk.net. Uh, we need you to go there and subscribe to the show. We love subscribers. And hey, if you like the show, no matter what platform you're on, uh, give us a review on that platform. We'd appreciate it. Uh, and also, we'd appreciate it if you share, if you like us, share us with your friends. Tell them about us. Uh, also, Facebook at JM Talk and on Twitter and Instagram at JM Talk Radio. Also, there is a YouTube channel. Um, it's not very easy. It's not. I can't just say Joe Mahalik because it won't take you there. It will take you to my uh, my personal um, uh, YouTube. I was just saying YouTube, right? It'll take you to my personal YouTube, and then you got to then click the channel. It's really weird. Like, I don't know why we can't have a custom name for a channel. And if we can, and I'm just silly that way, I can't figure it out, hey, drop me a line and tell me. Uh, because the link to the channel is like youtube.com slash you know, all this, uh, all this jazz junk. So, um, yes. So stop there. Check out Sean Gower's videos. Check out our videos. Check out everything. And uh, don't forget, new shows drop every Sunday. Subscribe to the show. Also, the 24-7 stream is available on the website as well. So if you miss us in between Sundays, certainly just stop there and you can play the stream. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, with the holidays coming, be kind to each other. Very important. Be kind to one another. Don't treat each other like dirt. It is the holidays, no matter what holiday you're celebrating. Let's just be kind. You can be anything you want. Try being kind. And also, while you're out, pick some trash up in the parking lots while you're out shopping. Keep America beautiful. And until the next podcast drops, we'll catch you then. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 